Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Authors are always looking for another way to promote their book. It's so hard to stand out from the crowd because everyone does the exact same thing. Well, today you're going to learn how authors are doing something different that you can do easily to set yourself apart from the market so that you get your ideal clients and they're telling you the most intimate details of their lives. So you know you're dealing with the right prospect and the right client. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I've written more than a dozen books that have been translated into six languages. I'm a ghostwriter, developmental editor, and book coach. No matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your book. And if I can't, I know who can, and I'm happy to refer you. So you can find more information at writeyourbookinaflash.com or send an email to me, dan at prleads.com. Well, today we're going to get into the very interesting idea of using a quiz to attract your ideal reader who could become your ideal customer, whether you're a coach or a speaker or a consultant or any other kind of business. Your book is the lead magnet that gets them into the funnel, but how do you get people into that funnel on top of the book? How do you get them to read the book in the first place? Well, we have a very interesting idea today. It's called a quiz. Catherine O'Leary is the queen of quizzes. I just invented that title. (laughs) The queen of quizzes. Tell us, Catherine, why would an author want to use a quiz in order to sell a book? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Thank you, Dan. Um, yeah, well, I mean, a book is such a great lead magnet. I mean, it's it's um, it very um, highly effective in in making sure to to grab attention. But how do you layer on to that? Because there's a lot of books out there right now. So, um, you know, like um, get out there and be the subject matter expert, but also be, you know, building authority, respect and trust with a quiz. Um, and a quiz on your topic and, um, you know, being able to take your ideal customer from the problem that they have um, all the way through to some insights um, into uh, buying your book. So you bridge that invisible gap a little bit better. So quizzes become a, the funnel or the lead that takes them into the lead magnet that makes everything else happen in a very unique way. Very cool. Now, yeah, sure. Um, so just kind of a little bit of a history lesson. Um, I spent um, 25 years in corporate um, and uh, all throughout that career uh, was always in market research or and or consumer insights. So I've always been writing surveys, questionnaires, quizzes, assessments, applications, um, you know, you name it. Um, I've probably written one at some point in time. Um, so customer satisfaction, new product development, segmentations, um, you know, usage and awareness studies. I've worked with most of the Fortune 100 companies out there, including Apple, Pepsi, um, TD Bank, um, <clears throat> every telecom in North America, um, most of the financial services, um, worked for BlackBerry for a little while. Um, and um, but again, always within that, you know, survey side of things, that research side of things. 
Um, and then when I left um, corporate, I, you know, dabbled in a couple of things online, nothing really stuck, you know, you find your way around. Um, and I landed in um, a workshop around how to build quiz funnels. And I thought, oh, well, this is interesting. And then as I went through it, I thought, well, this is interesting, but they're only taking, you know, the the front and the end, right? So they only talk about the quiz hook and they talk about the reports and, and you know, the, the sales offer. I said, everything in between is the art and science of questionnaires and the art and science of actual questions and, and getting, you know, good questions out there and, you know, driving that customer experience from the quiz hook to the report to your offer. Um, and creating a, a, like a true warm lead. Um, so I went down a path of, well, you know, I've got all this experience, maybe I can do this. And um, that's where I ended up is actually um, launching a, um, a course on how to build profitable quizzes. And um, I also do consulting for um, people who don't want to learn how to do it, but want to quiz for their business. So I have a done with you and a done for you offer as well. Great. And what are the addresses for those offers? The addresses? Where would people go to find out more information? Oh, uh, so uh, right now it's on my website. So it's uh, katherineolary.com. Okay. Are we talking about LinkedIn or Facebook? Are we talking about using those platforms? Or are we talking about... Uh, it's, it's platform agnostic, which is nice. Um, so it, it actually, the quiz lives on a platform, whether uh, it's Bucket.io or Interact or... Um, think ethic, like there's, there's lots of different platforms, but you can drive traffic to the quiz from almost anywhere. Um, so whether that's from your email list with a link in your email, whether that's on a giveaway, whether that's uh, on your website, uh, through paid ads um, on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Google, um, you know, basically anywhere that you can put a link and or, you know, a, a QR code, you can have people going to your quiz. Um, so it lives, it doesn't live on Facebook. It doesn't live on YouTube per se. It lives in its own little house, um, which is nice because you you can delve into subject matters that are, um, that you can uh, trip up on, um, and are not, you know, um, not necessarily not allowed, but, um, restricted from on, um, on other platforms that, that are kind of, um, narrowing the gap on what you can and cannot uh, talk about. So are we talking about using SurveyMonkey or something like that as the back end for this? No, actually, um, the quiz is actually developed um, with yourself. So what you're doing is you're starting with your offer and you're reverse engineering to uh, your hook um, in order to basically drive people through the customer journey of they have a problem, you have a solution and you're just going to kind of navigate them nicely through a few questions to get them to your offer. Um, but it's not temp the questions aren't necessarily templated as strongly as something like on survey monkey or something like that. So um, the technology of it, you can host it on like a, a bucket IO or interact, or I think survey monkey, you could do it on. Um, but that's just the, the hosting, the actual questions and so on have to come from you because you want your personality in there and you want, you know, you want to prove that you're the subject matter expert and it's, it's your book. So, you know, you want it to be uh, your language. 
Fantastic. Exactly. That's what we're getting at here. Do you have a case study or examples that you can point to for either a fiction or nonfiction or both if you can? But most of my audience members are probably nonfiction to start with. Yeah. So a mentor of mine actually just launched his book, uh, Seven Steps to Seven Figures. So Peter Booth. Um, and he had a book launch um, that used a quiz to drive people to the um, to the actual uh, event, the, the Amazon link. Um, when it actually launched the day of the launch. Um, and then he repurposed the, the quiz and the, uh, the back end to the same quiz and now um, drove people to an event. So it was a one day event to, for the people that held the book um, to go through a workshop on how to take your business from six figures to seven figures and some of the blueprints and uh, some of the exercises that he uh, talks about in the book. He actually did in a one-day event. Um, that one-day event then upsold into his masterclass, so his um, academy. Um, so he had a, a, a funnel that you know went from the book launch to a one-day event to his one-year academy um, that used a quiz um, to drive people to you know that back end. Whether it was at first again the um, the actual launch of the book or the event um, you know afterwards. So we're really asking questions to take customers down a certain path, as opposed to the typical survey, which is to find information, correct? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit uh, prescribed. So it's a, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So you already know where you want them to go. You've already designed um, the buckets that you want them to be in, and you've designed the questions to navigate them in a way that puts them into those buckets. So it looks like magic on their end, um, but it's all really a self-fulfilling prophecy on your end. Um, and, and then that way um, they've gone from the problem, they've gone through your questions and, you know, voila, um, you've got the, you know, the perfect answer, give them a few steps that they can do um, to help solve their problem in the short term. Long term though, you want them to go to whatever it is, your, your book, your launch, your webinar, your event, um, you know, whatever the sales offer page, whatever, um, wherever you're trying to drive traffic ultimately. Great. Uh, really good overview. Can we get down to some specific questions that you've seen some of your clients use so our listeners can say, okay, now I get it. Uh, from a strategic point of view, now the tactical point of view, what are we actually asking them? Yeah, well, it depends on the offer. So you're, if, if you've got a book, so for example, the book that we were talking about earlier, The Seven Steps to Seven Figures, um, there were very, um, there were limiting beliefs that were overcome in, in the book. So there were a few of them. Um, and that's what we used for buckets. So there was like information overwhelm. There was, you know, an escape plan for near nine to five. Um, and and the, the buckets and the questions drove people into um, the actual um, offer that already had the solution, right? So, you know, the, the questions would say, you know, are you currently working or, or you know, are, do you have a side hustle or are you working full-time on your own business? Next question, if you're full-time working, do you have, like, are you wanting to start a side hustle? Do you already have a side hustle? Or are you trying to get out a nine to five altogether? Great. You know, next question would be, do you have a plan? Do you have a date? For, for when you're leaving your nine to five, if that's what you're trying to do. Great. Okay. You do or don't um, then, you know, into the bucket to say, okay, you know what you need? You need a plan 
to actually leave the nine to five to be able to, you know, go into this life of entrepreneurship. These are a couple of things that you can do. If you want to learn more, here's a link to the book. And then, you know, or if you want to learn more, here's a link to the event, um, the one day event where we're going to talk about how you can escape from the nine to five. Perfect. So it's like Stephen Covey saying, begin with the end in mind. We want them to buy the book or we want them to hire us for consulting or to attend a workshop. What are the questions people would have to ask or to be in a frame of mind to think that way in order for them to say that you are the obvious solution or this book or this seminar is the obvious solution for me? Correct? Correct. And also, what questions do you want to know from them? So you want to make sure that you are um, talking to your ideal customer. You don't want the tire kickers. You don't want the prospects. You want to make sure that, you know, if you have a one-on-one conversation, if you have a sales conversation, by the time you get down to, you know, the middle end of the funnel, um, you, you want to be talking to people that are serious and, and can seriously, you know, um, benefit from your offer. So you um, you want to be talking to your ideal customers. So make sure that you're you're attracting them. But also, if they fall out of your quiz, great. Like, like that's, that's fine because it's not, your, your offer isn't for everyone. It's for the people that you're ultimately going to be able to serve. So um, a little bit of a filter on, on, you know, the audience as well. So you want to make sure that you're structuring it in a way that actually attracts the right people. Great advice. Are there any questions that you can think of that would be applied to many people? Um, that would filter people out. I'm thinking back uh, in the early days of Google, uh, friends of mine or colleagues of mine would uh, place ads on Google and they get a lot of bad traffic. And they finally, people wanted free stuff. And they go to their website and it's not free. So they'd bomb out and they'd waste thousands of dollars on advertising, attracting the wrong people. So they'd put a word in there to say, not free. Mm-hmm. And it would immediately, people just wouldn't click on it because they knew it wouldn't free or, you know, best value for your dollar. So they knew they have to pay money and people wouldn't click. So that was a way to make sure they didn't follow through. Uh, using that as a model, are there any generic questions that you found that your clients ask that immediately um, get them to bomb out or say, okay, this is a person I'm not going to engage with? Yeah, I think, um, I think actually it's really in the setup and making sure that you're you're framing the quiz in a way that solves a problem that your ideal customer has, right? And people that don't have that problem shouldn't take the quiz. So people that don't want to know the answer to that, don't take the quiz. Now, if it's something more like an application form or before you get to a one-on-one call, we have a few questions. Um, you know, I know a lot of people will use, you know, have you, uh, have you spent money to solve this problem before? Um, and then how much money have you spent and maybe, you know, take a range of buckets to make sure like, is it zero to, you know, a thousand dollars or maybe zero to a hundred dollars, whatever, whatever your ranges look like, but just to get a sense of how much uh, money they've already spent on trying to solve a problem. Cause if it's nothing, um, that might be a red flag, depending on, on where you, you, where you put your quiz into your marketing strategy. Clever. I would not have thought about that. I remember taking some quizzes by some companies that said, what is your marketing budget? How much have you spent on marketing? And I can see going into their brains and saying like, okay, they're spending a million dollars or more on marketing. We're going to go after that guy as opposed to Dan, who spends like, you know, less than a thousand dollars on marketing or whatever. It's like, okay, bad prospect, you know, thanks. See you later. Goodbye. Take our white paper. Uh, have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. 
Thank you, Catherine. That has been wonderful. I'm sure everyone listening has a zillion new ideas on how they can promote their books with a quiz and should be sure to reach out to Catherine to get your ideas solidified and to make sure you're on the right path. Thanks again for listening. We have a hundred other episodes on how you can market your book and how to write your book on this YouTube channel and in our podcast network. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode to help you sell your books and to write your book in a flash. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.